Let's go into the new sermon series with Pastor Brandon Hill entitled, What the Cross Did for Me. Hallelujah. So the reason why we started this series, ladies and gentlemen, is because God impressed upon me that while the world is going through uh, uh, all of these challenges and the obstacles uh, due to this uh, pandemic, which is known as the coronavirus, since we're going through all of that at the moment, uh, uh, God wanted to impress upon us to point us to the cross. And I feel like it's more, I feel like more than ever, it is important that we be geared to the cross and geared to the sacrifice that Jesus did for us laid at the cross. And let me tell you something, while all of this is going on, we can find courage through the finished work of Jesus Christ. So last Sunday, we talked about it is finished. And this Sunday, I want you to go to Galatians chapter five, verse one. And I, I, I and, and we're going to talk about it. It is good to be free. It is good to be free. I want you to comment under the section below. It's good. Freedom looks good on you. Hallelujah. <laughs> Put that in the comment section. Freedom looks good on you. And so Galatians chapter 5 verse 1 says, Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free. Come on, shout out free out there. And do not be entangled again with a yoke of bondage. Do not be entangled again with a yoke of bondage. Ladies and gentlemen, we find ourselves tonight in Galatians chapter 5. And in a brief summary of the book of Galatians, ladies and gentlemen, Paul writes, uh, this is probably known as Paul's earliest writings to the church, to the Galatian church, ladies and gentlemen, the people of Galatia. Uh, some would speculate that he wrote this to the southern region of Rome, uh, the southern region region of uh, of Rome, and and uh, to to the people over there in in in, uh, in Galatia, and in the southern province, and so uh, uh, he writes this 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 book, this letter, this epistle to them, ladies and gentlemen, uh, during a time that the the Galatian church is kind of moving off of the teachings. Uh, that Paul had preached to them concerning the real gospel of Jesus Christ. What had happened, what had happened was, is that there was some Judaizers, some Judaizers, they're so-called Jewish Christian missionaries, who were, uh, who, who, um, who were mixing the law with the gospel. Matter of fact, it really wasn't the gospel at all. They begin to argue that all Christians must keep the whole law if they want to experience the full Christian life. So there's some religious folk trying to say, hey, you still got to be perfect. You still got to live according to the Jewish customs in order for you to really live the full Christian life. However, that is not the gospel. The gospel says that there is nothing of your self-effort that can put you into fulfilling any of the law. There is nothing that you can do. There is, there, your performance is not going to put you in good standing with God. It's just not. Only believing uh, in the Son of the Lord Jesus, in the Son of God, who is Jesus the Christ, is what puts you in good standing with God. Let me help you out, some, out there, ladies and gentlemen. Nothing that you do apart from God, will ever put you in proper standing with him. You have to give your life over and believe on the Son of God, and that is Jesus the Christ. 
And the apostle Paul writes this letter to the Galatian church with a vigorous attack against the gospel of works and this whole performance-based thing. Like, oh, I still got to do the Ten Commandments. I still got to do that. I still got to do that. No, 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 no. No, he's saying, I want you to understand that if, 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 if this was still possible, then that means that all that Jesus did was in vain. All that Jesus did was in vain. Ladies and gentlemen, what Paul is trying to tell them, and one of the major themes of the book of Galatians is solely about freedom. Ladies and gentlemen, some of you probably wondering why in the world is Pastor Brandon preaching a message about freedom when I feel like I am in isolation here in this house. While I feel like I'm cooped up in this house, I'm in solitary confinement, I can't go nowhere, nothing is open, all of this stuff going on, and you're trying to figure out why in the world are we talking about freedom. Can I submit to you, ladies and gentlemen, that some of that what is happening in our physical, uh, in, in our physical or the natural is is it, it could be a resemblance of what is happening in our spiritual lives. That while that while you feel like with this executive order that it's not allowing you to go some places or not allowing you to do some things that is keeping you bound up, that is keeping you tied up. I would like to submit to you that some of us are living that our phys- that our natural uh, 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 natural present circumstance is a is a reflection of our spiritual lives, and I would like to tell you tonight that, and I would like to submit to you on this night that God wants you to live in a place of freedom. He does not want you. Let me tell you something. You can be out and about and still be bound. You can still and you you can still be held up and bound. You can be bound by your own self, bound by your own lust, bound by your own pride, bound by your own flesh. You can still be bound. And there is even believers who who are bound right now. And I believe that in this moment and in this time, even in the midst of this pandemic, God can use anything to settle us, to get us to a place of say, I want you to be in a free place. I want you to be in a free place, ladies and gentlemen. I want you to be in a free state of which I've come to set you free. I did not come for you to be bound. I came for you to live free. I came for you to live a free life that is without restraint. Are you hearing me? But but the freedom in Christ, ladies and gentlemen, is not the idea that you can do whatever you want. It is not freedom in the sense of, oh, I just do whatever and go wherever I want to go and all of that stuff like that. Uh, uh, not everything that you, not because, just because you're able to do something don't mean that it's good for you. So it's not saying that, it is not saying, ladies and gentlemen, that, are, uh, that, that all things that you just can live any type of way. No, God wants you to live a life of righteousness. And the only way you can do that is not being bound by sin. Are you hearing me? And so one of the things that we find ourselves here in Galatians chapter 5 is that true freedom is found in Christ. And that's what Paul is trying to get through to the people of Galatians. He's not trying to persuade them. He's trying to convince them. See, he's not coming with persuasive words. He's trying to convince you. Listen here, ladies and gentlemen, at the end of the day, Freedom is only found in Christ. What the the cross did for us, it gave us freedom. Freedom. You and I were bound. We were held up. 
And what Jesus and what Paul is saying, that freedom, ladies and gentlemen, true freedom is found in Jesus Christ. Here's what I like that Jesus said in Luke chapter 4, verse 18. It said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recover the sight of, to the blind. Watch this. To set a liberty those who are oppressed. So here's the, here we have it. We have Jesus the Christ. Jesus Christ. Christ is not his last name. Christ is a title. Christ, ladies and gentlemen, means anointed, means the Messiah. And so in other words, ladies and gentlemen, the anointing to set you free from whatever has you bound. I don't care, a pandemic, no pandemic. You were bound before it. Hallelujah. But here's the thing, the anointing to really set you free is found in Jesus Christ. The anointed one is saying to you today that I have made freedom available to you. That whatever change you are going through, the anointed one, the Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Christ is saying that freedom is found through me. I have the anointing to break those generational curses off your life. I have the anointing to break those strongholds that you're going through. I have the anointing to be able to set captives free and whatever has been having you captive, I have the anointing to break it loose. Hallelujah. Say, Jesus has the anointing to break me loose. Come on, let me hear you out there. Jesus has the anointing to break me loose, to loose me of all of my condemnation, to loose me from shame, to loose me from the sin. I, oh my God, Jesus said, I have come to set those free who have been oppressed. That sin has made you oppressed. That your condemnation has oppressed you. That your guilt has, oh my God, oppressed you. You don't have to be oppressed anymore. But the freedom that you have is found in Jesus Christ. And while you are in your house listening to me under the sound of my voice, I come to tell you that the anointed one is come to set you free. The Bible says, ladies and gentlemen, in John chapter 8, verse 36, it says, therefore, if the son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. I said free indeed. That is a done deal that you don't have to run back to those things that were holding you bound, that you don't have to run back to relationships that are toxic, that whatever it is that is holding you up. He said, if the son makes you free, then you're free. It's not the lies of the enemy trying to say that you are still the same person. Oh, no, you're not. You're a new person in Jesus Christ. The old has passed away and behold I make all things made new. I am free and because the son has set me free the anointed one has given me the freedom. The anointed one set me loose from the penalty of sin and also from his consequences. I'm free. I'm free. I don't have to I don't have to suffer the penalty of sin. What is the penalty of sin? The Bible says in Romans, the Paul said it in Romans that for the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life. What I have is a gift that Jesus said I come with a gift, the anointing to give you life and life more abundantly. That is what I come to give you. That's what I come to give you. That's what I come to give you. Galatians chapter 4 verse 3, it says it this, even so we, when we were children, were in bondage under the elements of the world. You and I were, hallelujah, uh, uh, in bondage to the elements of the world. It's lust, it's, 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 
It's ideas. It's uh, we were we were bound to the elements of the world. We were bound to it. We were incarcerated by it, incarcerated by it. It suggests that we were unbondaged to a cruel master. Sin, ladies and gentlemen, is a cruel master. Hallelujah. It's cruel because guess what? It can give you a momentary pleasure, but its long-term effects is very bad. It's a very cruel master. Hallelujah. When you're tied up in your sin, the sin makes you think that you're actually getting ahead. The sin actually makes you think that something good is going to come out of it. But the real result of sin is death. It is destruction. And the real reality is, is that the elements of the world is leading you to a place of destruction. The elements of the world is fear as well. That's why some of you are still letting fear to paralyze you even in the midst of all of this going on. That's why I'm coming to preach freedom to you because you need to be free from that mind of fear. You need to be free from that mind of being afraid and being scared. Like, oh my God, I don't know what's going to happen to me. Yeah, you may be laid off right now. Business may be a little slow, but let me tell you something. God has made you free. He has set you free, set your mind free, and you got to have your mind cleared and set free to know that my God shall support apply all of my needs according to my oh my god his riches and glory to understand that you better not be in fear or be afraid those are for orphans who are afraid to not know where their their where their next meal is going to come from or orphans not of knowing where where their shelter or all of that is no god has made you a son and daughter of the most high god and you are free from those even obligations of that and that god is going to meet your need where you are He's going to meet your knee where you are. And so, three things briefly. Three things briefly. Oh, what freedom in Christ does. What is it? It's good to be free. Why is it? Number one, freedom in Christ means freedom to produce the fruits of righteousness through a spirit-led lifestyle. Hear me, hear me, and hear me good. Listen, Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 and 23 says, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such, there is no law. Hear me and hear me good, ladies and gentlemen. If you are going to, if when Christ sets you free, it sets you free to be able and empowers you to live a free life that allows the fruit of the spirit to flow through it without restriction. Are you hearing what I'm saying? See, when you have sin there, you cannot really have this, the spirit of the Lord cannot really move freely through you. That's why you haven't grown the way you are because you still got some strongholds that are really not allowing some of the fruit of the spirit to flow through you. Some of us are still dealing with depression and not allowing the joy of the Lord to flow through you. Some of you are still dealing with timidity and, 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 and having your mind in chaos and you're not allowing the peace of the Lord to flow through you. Hallelujah. When you are free and truly free of those, uh, of those things, of the elements of the world, then the fruit of the spirit can flow through you freely. It can flow through you freely. You are now able to produce. Say, I'm able to produce. Call men in there. Say, I'm able to produce because Christ has set me free. I'm able to produce. Uh, oh, my God. I can, I can produce. I can produce it through the Spirit. Produce through the Spirit the fruits of righteousness. Hallelujah. The fruits of righteousness and that being, being made known in my life. 
Number two, true spiritual freedom means that we submit our desires to that which is best for others. Oh, we don't like that. What I've seen through all of this in this pandemic, you can't work. You can't lean on nobody. They take the toilet paper and the tissue. They leave none for nobody. It's called me, myself, and I. <laughs> it's called I'm going to survive. What I've seen in this pandemic, ain't nobody helping nobody. They are, but it's like, uh, <laughs> I don't know about you. <laughs> you could be affected. <laughs> Not even thinking about our elderly, how they need supplies, too. We taking everything in the, in the food stores. Come on, people, calm down. Are you hearing me? Some things are getting out of hand here. But here's the thing. When we are free and really free through Christ, we can submit our own desires to that which is best for others. All right, you don't like it. Galatians chapter 5, verse 13. Let me tell you what the Bible says, ladies and gentlemen. It says, for you, there, for you, brethren, have been called to liberty. Another in translations, in the New Living Translation, said you've been called to freedom. You've been called to freedom. Only do not use liberty as an opportunity for the flesh. Do not use it as an opportunity to be like, oh, God knows my heart. How many of y'all put that? I know you, I know you, I know, I know you use that phrase. Oh, you know, I know this ain't good for me. I'll repent later. No, it's not, it don't work like that. It does not work like that. Are you hearing me? He said, do not use it as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. What Jesus, what God is saying to us and what Paul was speaking, what God was saying through Paul to tell us, ladies and gentlemen, to tell the church of Galatians that no, you use your freedom to help serve others. You use your freedom in Christ to help serve others who are also bound. You help, help use your freedom to help serve others. Let me tell you something. Some people need to hear you on your Instagram story. And some people need to hear you on your social media talk about your freedom in Christ. How God has set you free from, oh my God, from depression. How God has set you free from various things so that they can come to a place of freedom. Let me tell you something. This is a great opportunity in the midst of a pandemic to use this pocket of time to share with people the goodness of God so that that can lead them to repentance and that they would turn use your freedom to set somebody free are you hearing me come on and come and said i gotta use my freedom to help others i gotta use my freedom to help others while you're in your family's house and y'all can't go nowhere use your freedom not to drink use your freedom not to get high use your freedom to help somebody to see the light are you hearing me Use your freedom. Hallelujah. You got to use your freedom because guess what? There's a dying world that don't know where to go. They don't know where to turn to. And this is the time for the church to arise to show the freedom that we have in Christ. Not all about no who's opening a church or who's doing that, but to have the minds focused to see that we have freedom in Christ and that you can also be free. Number three, I got to move. Freedom in Christ means we can draw near to God without restraint. Hallelujah. Sin. Have you ever noticed when you know you're in the wrong that some of us don't go to God? You notice like, eh, 
I don't feel good. You are, you say, oh, I'm already out in the, I'm already out there in the woods. Might as well stay there. We end up like Adam, like hiding ourselves from God, not even wanting to come to him, even though he's coming near to us. We say, eh, I'm going to hide under the woods. I don't want him to see me. You know, we try to do that. We try to do that thing going on there. But the reality is, ladies and gentlemen, that freedom in Christ allows us to draw near to God without restraint, to come with him as just as we are, and to worship and have free fellowship and to freely move with him. That's what it gives us the opportunity to do. Let me tell you something tonight, that Jesus died so that you and I could have a free, oh my God, access with the Father, to have a free relationship. Let me tell you something, I don't have to get to a church house. I got it. Oh, my God, I can just enter him, enter his gates with thanksgiving where I am and enter his courts with praise and being thankful unto him and blessing his name. I bless him because he kept me. I'm blessing that no disease has come near to me. I'm thankful that I still have a job. I'm still in my right mind. I still have everything I need. I can worship him freely. The Bible says who can ascend unto the hill of the Lord? Only those with, oh, my God, a pure heart and clean hands. Are you hearing me? And the only way your hands are clean and the only way your heart is pure is through Christ Jesus. Are you hearing me? Hebrews 10 verse 20. I got to move. Hebrews 10 verse 20 through 22. It says, by a new and living way, which he consecrated for us through the veil that is his flesh and having a high priest over the house of God. Verse 22 says, let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. He said, listen here, having a full assurance, let us draw near. A full assurance understanding that through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, that we could fully enter because the veil has been torn. Well, my God, the blockage between us and God has been torn. That's why we should thank God. We call, oh my God, for sending his son because he sent his son to be a peace offering so that you and I could have a free relationship without restraint, without blockage, that we we don't need a priest to go to, but Jesus is our chief high priest that I can go straight to him because Jesus is the door. Jesus said, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. No man comes to the Father unless he comes through me. I can enter in, oh my God, through Jesus because the blood has been applied to my life. And with that blood being applied to my life, I can have the full assurance to know that God hears me. Hallelujah. Say God hears you tonight because I'm free to come to his presence. I'm free to come to him because I have access. I've been adopted into the family of God. That's what Jesus has done for me. It's given me the freedom to freely commune with the Father. And so, as I come to a close, you may say, Brandon, what does Galatians chapter 5 verse 1 have to do anything? It feels good to be free because of those three things I mentioned. Because guess what? When I'm bound, 
I don't I can't help others but when I'm free I can help others when I'm free I'm able to do what I can do through Jesus Christ see misery loves company but when I'm free from misery and when I'm free from all of that stuff I can really be who I am in Jesus Christ I can be free of oh my God looking at other people and comparing my life to others on social media I can I'm because I'm free because I'm settled in myself I'm settled in myself and I can help help other people be settled from comparison and all of the rest of that stuff because I'm free and here's what Paul admonishes them and say I want you to stand fast hallelujah hallelujah in other words the word stand fast ladies and gentlemen it means to say stand firm he said I want you to preserve and to persist listen those of you in the during this pandemic I want you to stand fast I want you to preserve in freedom I don't want you to allow yourself to be tempted to be yoked up by the yoke of bondage during this moment because you got time on your hands and you want to get into other things oh no but you got to preserve in your freedom. You got to persist in your freedom. That's something that you got to make a choice to be free each and every day to allow yourself not to give way to the temptations of the enemy because they will come. But what Paul is saying to us today, he said, I want you to persist. I want you to preserve say persist in freedom. I want you to persist in freedom. I want you listen here. I want you to be able to stand firm in it. I need you to stand firm during your moment of freedom ladies and gentlemen. Don't you look to the left. Don't you look to the right. But I want you to stand firm in it. I need you to be whole complete in it. Don't you don't you get out of don't you get out of your place of free state. Don't entertain people that want you to come entertain things with them. Don't you be answering nothing in the morning because they tired of being quarantined. I want you to persist in your freedom you gotta make up your mind each and every day and say i'm not going that way persist in your freedom i want you to stand firm in the liberty it is for liberty that christ has set you free it is for freedom that christ has set you free i want you to stand firm in it do not be entangled again ephesians chapter 4 verse 27 says do not give the devil a foothold do not give the devil a foothold don't you allow him to get a chance to enter in. I want you to stand firm in it. I want you to not be bound by it. I don't want you to be yoked by it. Here's the thing. What he was telling the Galatian church, he said, don't you be bound by the law. Hallelujah. It is not the law that God, listen, Jesus fulfilled the law. He fulfilled that for you and I. Hallelujah. If you're still trying to talk about circumcision, circumcision is not about the matter of physical circumcision. Oh my God. But now in the, because of the new living way, it's about the circumcision of the heart. It's not about a physical act of circumcision. It's about a spiritual act of circumcision. And that is due to submitting yourself and cutting yourself off to be holy for God because Christ has made us holy because of his sacrifice. Are you hearing me? Hallelujah. Because Christ has set us free. And that's where you got to not, oh my God, you got to preserve in that. You got to preserve in it. You got to stay there. I want you to preserve in it. TCF, preserve in it. Preserving your persistent freedom. Keep moving ahead. It's good to free, be free. Come on, come in there. Say it. it's good to be free. I'm good to be. Oh my God, I feel free. Hallelujah. Oh my God, the air smells so much better when I'm free. Because I'm not entangled. I'm not in bondage. I'm free. Hallelujah. I got 
too much going on for myself to get into, oh my God, to get myself out of this state. I'm going to stay free because the enemy wants to fight your freedom. And we have to remain free tonight. We have to remain free. What the cross did for us, it gave us the ability to not only to, ask, to, to be able to serve one another, not only has it given us the ability to, 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 to empower us to live and produce, you know, the fruits of righteousness. Not only has it given us the power to draw near to God free, but also freedom in Christ has empowered us to be able to persist in our freedom, to persist in our freedom tonight. I love God. I love God. What the cross do for you? Give me freedom. And you can be free tonight. If you're not saved, I want to offer you Jesus. I want to offer you Jesus. Let me tell you something. It is for freedom that Christ has made freedom available. Let me tell you something. If you haven't accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, let me tell you something, my friend. You are bound. You are bound. You are still allowing the elements of the world to be a cruel master. But let me tell you something. Jesus died and said, hey, you can be free. I don't care what your family bloodline has happened. I don't care what's happening in your life even currently. Guess what? You can be free. If you're saying that, listen, I walked away from Christ and I just got away. God is standing right here with his arms open. Saying, you can rededicate your life, Dr. Chris. You can, I'm right here. I haven't gone nowhere. God has not changed in the relationship you had. You can finally go to the place of saying, I can be free in my own home. Some of you feel right now that you're bound in your house. You don't even like going home. That's why you stay always on the go. But guess what? There's freedom for you tonight. In the name of Jesus. There's freedom for you tonight. If you're looking for a church home, yes, I'm offering this to you. And you want to partner with us, you can become our online partner tonight. To say, TCF is my home no matter where you are. If you believe in this ministry and what it's doing for your life, you can connect to this altar here at TCF and become our online partner. It's available for you. Listen, I want to do this prayer for you tonight. If you're saying that I need to accept Jesus Christ, let me tell you something. What would happen if the COVID came knocking on your door and you don't know where you would go? Let me tell you something. I know where I go. I go into heaven. Not because I'm a good person. I'm going to heaven because I accepted him as my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Not because I have positive thinking. No, I, I, no, I, I believed in Jesus say this prayer after they say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I acknowledge I'm a sinner. I'm in need for a savior. I acknowledge that you died for my sin. You were buried and you rose again and you ascended just so that I could be made free tonight. Lord, I need the freedom that you, you can only give. And Lord, I acknowledge you as my Lord and savior today. In Jesus name, I pray. Amen. Listen, if